Welcome to Brothers King Talk. Once again, my name is Samuel. And I'm JP. And uh, Samuel, we're taking our time time machine back in time to 1967. How does that sound to you? Hey, 67 sounds like fun. It's um, I am starting to realize, and we've talked about this ad nauseum probably, but the, the further we go, the more I'm like, hey, these aren't just songs that I uh, am researching. These are songs I know. Like this, they are in pop culture osmosis mm-hmm. they are just there this song isn't one of them but the songs after it are <laughs> right right well uh well this uh this evening we're gonna be talking about two sir with love uh by the artist lulu um and so a little bit of our, our trivia this morning or this evening i should say is actually in reference to this song here um so I don't know if you found this in your research, but something that I noticed and I looked back throughout our charts that we and our songs that we've done up to this point. But it seems to me that this is the first solo woman to top the charts since we've started this show. And, you know, that's that's super exciting. And, uh, you know, so I'll, I'll use that as my introductory fact uh, here for 1967. Lulu, the first solo woman to top the charts in 1967. Well, not necessarily just to top the charts, but specifically to get chosen. Her song was chosen as the number one hit of that. Right. Year. Absolutely. Yeah. And yes, I am all for I, that. Is I didn't think about that until you said it. You're right. We haven't dealt with female singers too much. Um, wait, no, no, no. We did. We have had one other. Little things mean a lot. Oh yeah, that is right. That is right. Little things one. mean a lot. Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's 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 say the first. Um, this is this is. I would say this is more classical pop music. Yes, than, I agree. Then from "To Sir with Love" was very. Um, I don't know. Or, or sorry, not uh, "Little Things Mean a Lot" was a little bit more piano esque and you know club type nightclub type music with the piano, and it was just very. Uh, classical style just start with love here is more classical pop music i would totally agree with that so this song to sir with love by lulu it was actually written by don black who did the lyrics and music was done by mark london mm-hmm. so these guys are actually both pretty par- prolific songwriters don don black in particular right. had written lyrics for everyone under the sun um, he was just he was the go to songwriter guy, kind of like um, what's the one we have nowadays, like Dr. Luke, right? Uh, uh, I mean, before, you know, there was the the, you know, all, all of the controversy with uh, uh, some artists that, that he had worked with. And yeah, I, I remember prior, prior to that, it, that coming out. Yes, he was a very prolific uh, songwriter. So he was just kind of like, you know, the go to guy. And um Lulu sang it specifically um, this song. Well, first, let me give you my comments in the fact that this song, I feel some of that California sunshine attitude in this song. Okay. Which may be one of our first instances where a hit song kind of references music from before it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Prior to this, I feel like everything is kind of building on each other and kind of remaining its own unique entity. Sure. This is the first time noticing two years in a row where it's like, oh, that actually sounds similar to last year's hit. Yeah. Okay. I def- I would have. I 
absolutely. Um, the last year, last year's hit was the California Dream In, correct? Yes, by Mamas and the Papas. Yeah, so listening to this song following up, I completely agree with you there. And um, interesting thing about the song, this is another movie song. I noticed movie songs became very big back in the day. I mean, I guess they still do now. There's instances we'll talk about later. Sure. But this is specifically made for a song, um, made for a movie that was um, the same name, To Sir With Love. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I didn't I've not seen the film, um, but I've definitely heard of the film. And, you know, and I did a little bit of Wikipedia digging here and the, the film was really well. Uh, I mean, it did really well for the budget that it had. I mean, I saw some reference points of they only had a budget of like six hundred thousand dollars, but it made somewhere in the ballpark of like 30, 40 million dollars in the box office. And this is back in the 67. So that's right. really impressive. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, and I think, you know, movie tracks always seem to do really well, especially when their movie counterparts do so well uh, in addition to that. Yeah. Now, what I find interesting about this being a movie track, for one, this is the first movie track that's not an instrumental we've talked about. So that's kind of cool. Yes. Um, Secondly, so this is just my Wikipedia reading. I haven't seen the film. I kind of want to now. It sounds like an interesting film. Mm-hmm. It sounds like one of the first films that's the classic, um, we would almost call it like a trope now, of teacher comes into all this group of disruptive students, and he mm-hmm. has unorthodox teaching methods, wins them over, right? Right. And he earns the respect of his students. Um, it's been done a hundred times now with the likes of um, Dead Poet Society with Robin Williams mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. The song, on the other hand... Sounds like Don Black kind of like read the synopsis and was like, "Okay, let's uh, <laughs> let's um, teacher and girl, let's run with that." Yeah, I agree. So, <laughs> the song is about a girl who's swooning over this teacher. So we have two similar but completely different stories: one where mm. she's swooning over the teacher, one where the students respect the teacher. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wish the song would have been about the respect over the swooning, honestly. Like, not that I, I love a good love song, but mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, respect for someone who impacted your life is something that is worth singing about. And it's kind of sad they didn't do that. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, you know, the lyrics that they do tell that story of the girl who's looking up to a mentor, or a teacher. And I, I just think that there's this line that um, that she says that it's she grew up from uh crayons to perfume and it's just it's not really i you know i find it hard to listen to the song and see it as like a romantic song it's more like the girl seems to be conflicted with um seem conflicted about how to repay this person because i i don't necessarily know um i I don't think it's supposed to be love um, in the same like a romantic love, I think it's more in this in this deep respect for this person because and the reason I say that is because clearly from the line you know from crayons to perfume, it's like you're this is a person that is clearly significantly older and definitely uh, and it's this person that you've watched you know you've been with them as they're growing up and so it's more or less you know I'm not looking at you as an in a romantic I love you it's more like a you know you are you've created you've played such a major part in creating who i am today 
type of love. Does that does that play into anything what I'm talking about here? Does that all make sense? I get what you're saying. I I, I actually feel like the line, you know, crayons perfume actually makes the song a little bit creepy. And the reason right. why is the gestures of repayment she's saying is like, write your name in the sky or um, I wish, and there's one specific line where she's like, I wish you would open up your heart to me and I would give you mine. Yeah. And that sounds like romantic gestures to me. Um, maybe it could have been worded better. I don't know. It just... So it kind of makes the song a little bit creepy mm-hmm. if you think about it too hard. If you're just listening to it, it's just like, oh, okay, this is, <laughs> this is nice. But right. If you overanalyze yeah. it a little bit. <laughs> no, I'm, and I agree with you. You know, if if uh, you listen to a song and you, you hear it as a very romantic song, you're just like, from crayons to perfume. Wait, wait, how old is this guy? How old is she? <laughs> like yeah. yeah there there could be some uh some concerns there uh but yeah you know i i don't know with with the context of the film now see if this was a song by itself i think you're right i think this would there would be no other way to really turn this but with the context of the film and the students respecting the teacher i think that's what is kind of changing my view a little bit if that makes any sense yeah, no, that makes sense, and I totally get where you're going. And for the record, I don't hate this song as much as you would think I would, because this does seem like the kind of song where I read into subtext too much, and I tear apart the song for it. Tear like apart too songs young. For it. Yes, I, I have a tendency to read into subtext and like just go off the rails a little bit. Mm-hmm. I didn't do that with this. Um, so I'll get into my final feelings in a minute, um, but this song is just... Uh, I don't know. It was, it's 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 um. This was Lou's first big hit, and she later sang the theme song for James Bond films. Which I can completely understand that because I heard this track and knew it was a theme, and I was like, "This is like a James Bond style song." Like, I mean, if if they just changed it into a little bit more suspenseful tune, like this could be a James Bond theme. Yep, she sang um, the man with the golden gun. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, I listen to some of her other stuff. I like her later work. Um, later, when she starts singing like the James Bond stuff and other stuff later, her voice mm-hmm. gets kind of raspier, and it has a very nice, like just a, I don't know, more mature sound to it. Sure. And I feel like this song's a bit. It's too stuck in the kind of sunshine pop territory mm-hmm. for it to really strike me as oh, that's that's an impressive voice. Well, you know, I I gotta say that I really loved her voice. You know, the the track as a whole, it's not complex by any means. It, it's pretty straightforward, you know. But I think it's written to a point where the vocal is what is meant to shine, and I think that her voice is very smooth. You know, it's it's like uh, it's like butter. <laughs> you know, it's like this really smooth voice, but it's also powerful in the sense that. You know, I'm sure her later work, you know, gets a little bit more raspy, but it's soothing to listen to in this kind of context. You know, now, uh, like I said, I, I've not seen the movie. Uh, I know little about the plot in, over overall, but this song really opens up to opens up the want for me to actually sit down and watch the film. Because from the context that you've explained it and what I've seen online and the um, things like that, it's like I could almost see the opening credits or I can envision what the opening credits are meant to look like. 
if this is going to be the theme that's playing with those credits. Does that make sense? Yeah, I got you. Um, so my final thoughts, this song as a whole, it strikes me as good. Like, and this is going to sound worse than I mean it, like C plus good. Okay. And I stand by C's aren't bad. C means you're average. You're hitting right C's, in the middle of the park. C's get degrees, man. <laughs> like, that's what we said. At I, I think it's a horrible culture we live in where C's are frowned on so much. Right. I think C means you're hitting right in the middle of the park. Congratulations. You are just like most other human beings. Like, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be frowned on for being normal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. So, this song, literally, I'm just scoring it the same. Like, as I... This was one of the weird first songs where I decided what the overall score was before I scored each thing individually. Mm, <laughs> it's like, this is a completely middle song. It's right in the middle. So, right. lyrics... One and a half. They're okay, but nothing special. They're serviceable. They service what the song is supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Music. Music I'm tempted to pit lower, but I still enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. So here's my litmus test of if it, if a song is inspired by something or it's ripping off something. Because it's a hard line to draw, right? Right. Is this yeah. inspired or is this ripping off? So my personal litmus test is... Does this song make me um, appreciate, like, remind me of something and make me appreciate it? Where I'm like, oh, that reminds me of, like, a gospel choir, right? Aretha Mm -hmm. Franklin. That's cool. Right. Or does it make me wish I was listening to Aretha Franklin? Um, And I'm going to step on some toes here. But a good example I use is Solo, a Star Wars movie. I -hmm. watched that film and kind of wished I was watching A New Hope instead. Right. Kept on reminding me of it. Yeah. Yeah. so this song makes me wish I was listening to the Mamas and the Papas a little bit, honestly. Okay. But I still give it a one and a half. And overall, one and a half. A serviceable song that I don't personally feel invested in. Um, and the ending, I feel like, doesn't quite stick the landing. Um, so I've been kind of researching song structure a lot lately. And this song kind of just peters out rather than ending out as strongly as it could. Right. I feel like. And uh, so overall, I give it a four and a half out of nine, a C. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, um, so I, I definitely liked it a little bit more. Um, but, you know, overall, I, you know, it, it's it's very interesting because I also like to think about, is this a song that can be and should be listened to today? And, you know, I mean, Lulu is still performing. Um, I believe she's still performing um the i the only the latest or i guess the newest version of this song that i could find um because i listened to the original and then i was looking for the lyrics and i found a 2007 performance from lulu singing this exact song and she still sounds incredible um when singing it probably could be even better um and so i honestly gave the music a two and a half pretty much for the voice alone I just really enjoy her voice. Um, the music itself is barely passable. I mean, it's it's so simplistic. I mean, there's nothing really of substance there. It's the vocals that are really uh, taking uh, for center stage for me. The lyrics, I actually scored a little bit lower. One, um, I thought, you know, the lyrics were, they're a plot device. I mean, and ultimately it's a theme song to a movie. 
and I felt like the lyrics are, I don't know, they, they're ambiguous. They don't let me know exactly what is going on. Um, and I'm not saying that every single theme song needs to be this like SpongeBob SquarePants style of, you know, who lives in a pineapple under the sea. It's like, oh, okay, I know exactly what I'm about to watch. But <laughs> at the same time, no, like... I think, I think the example of a good theme song is Eye of the Tiger in the Rocky movies. Everyone hears that song mm. and they know exactly what they're getting into, right? Right. There's no question. And you just, okay, I know what this movie's about. Let's roll. Right, exactly. And I think this song just, it, it's very, well, I can envision the scene in my head. It doesn't have any context. Like, it could be an empty school building that's just, a camera is just on a, you know, on a cart going through the school and it's an empty building. Like, okay, it takes place in a school with a teacher. It's like, okay, but that doesn't give me any other context. And so I give the lyrics a one just because they're very ambiguous. You can't really put it together. Um, and I don't think necessarily it fits with uh, the core theme of the film. If it would have been a little bit more straightforward, like I'm, res this is a respectful type of love and not a more romantic situation. Um, I think that I would have scored that a little bit higher, but overall with the music and with the lyrics, I gave uh, an overall score of two um, because it's just, you know, it's middle of the road, like you said, but that fo th those vocals are just so good uh, for an overall total score of five and a half. Nice. Cool, man. Well, guys, um, that's our thoughts on this. Feel free to uh, try and reach out to us. Um, probably the, easiest way to do it would be to leave us a review on um Please. i know i know itunes for sure um apple podcasts does reviews so that'd be awesome mm -hmm. i think spotify does too right like i'm pretty sure spotify does as well yeah so just leave us a review that'd be really cool and um, absolutely once again my name is samuel and i'm jp and thanks for listening and this has been a brothers king media production